You're listening to Women in Wealth WordPress, a podcast dedicated to the pursuit of female empowerment and financial freedom through the wonderful world of web design. Hi everyone, happy Thursday. I hope you are having a good week and getting so much done. We had a public holiday here over the weekend, so it's thrown me a bit out of the loop and I feel like I'm playing catch up has been a little bit on my plate, but I have a little bit of a break today booked in getting my nails done. So I'm so excited for that. So I just wanted to talk to you today about things that you really shouldn't be worried about as a web dev. So these are things that I see discussed in Facebook groups and on public forums and in the DMs and just with people I know all of the time. They're things that I feel like are kind of pain points for a few industries, But I really want to communicate to you why you really shouldn't be worrying about them. (laughs) Okay, so first up, one of the main ones that I see is Fiverr. So Fiverr is an online kind of marketplace platform for freelancers and creatives, which allows you to list your business and pick up work. There is another one as well where people do call outs and people submit spec work and they choose the one that they really like and then they pay for that. So people are actually working for free. There's a few online marketplaces like that and they're all really not that great to be honest. (laughs) I think with Fiverr, the thing that people worry about is that if there's a cheaper option out there, why would someone choose you? If people are doing websites for $100, $200, which there are people doing these things, why would someone hire you if you're charging a few thousand? I personally think that this really comes back to confidence in your skills and your services, your points of difference, the problems that you solve for your clients. And there is a lot to unpack here because this comes down to money mindset. This comes to knowing your value. This comes down to your target audience and all of these things. The first thing I want to say is that the people who are looking to pay these prices are not your ideal clients. You really need to nail down who your ideal client is because if someone is looking to pay rock bottom pricing, it's actually quite funny and you will find this the further you go along in your business. But those types of people are the type of people that micromanage the project. They expect the world. They expect you to over deliver. They have a zillion changes and it's a really hard project to get through. And the further up you go in terms of what you're charging and the further along your business gets, what you'll find is that the people who come to you and are happy to spend $6,000, $8,000 without blinking, those are the types of people who have come to you because they trust your expertise, they trust what you're telling them, they trust the process that you are taking them through, and they trust the product that you are giving them. So there's typically in those instances, not many changes, no micromanagement, minimal contact. Those projects really are a dream. If at the moment your ideal client is the type of person who is looking to pay a couple of hundred dollars, I really want you to consider if you can tweak that and if you can change that within your business, because I promise you that it will lead to a lot more satisfaction in your work. It will lead to a lot more revenue and it will really lead to you knowing your worth and knowing what you offer. And that is a really beautiful place to be. So along with this, I actually want to really highlight that your money story might not be someone else's money story. So for me, when I'm actually looking to hire for a specific project or a specific piece of work, low prices are actually a red flag to me because that tells me that A, you're not paying yourself a decent wage or you might be, 
But to do that, you would need to be taking on a lot of project and spreading yourself very thin. So that means that the work is going to be substandard. It's just not going to be at the level that I expect it to be in my business. I'm quite perfectionist in what I like to put out. So I really like to look for things that are of high quality. It also means to me that you're likely not investing in yourself. You're not doing any professional development. You're not paying your taxes appropriately, which I believe are important. They pay for our roads and our healthcare and all of these types of things. You're not investing in quality software and yeah, you're just not really running your business in the optimum way. And I really don't want to align myself with those types of people. So if you're coming from a place of um, scarcity and always looking for the cheapest option and all of those types of things, I would love for you to do a little bit of mindset work yourself and see about how you can flip that, but also try not to project that onto potential clients because that is a really big lesson that you need to learn. With the people who do or are happy to go to Fiverr, what I often find is that they may have a bad experience and then they will learn the lesson. And then next time they realize that A, that was a waste of their time and it was a waste of their money. So even though it was a lower cost, it was actually a waste because they didn't get what they needed from that project. So then in the future, they will be ready to invest and they will be ready to look for someone who is going to give them the output that they're really looking for. So I think that's a really important point there. Okay, so next up, a hot topic at the moment, but AI. So AI is still in its infancy, but it is actually astounding as to what it can do at the moment. We have things like Midjourney, ChatGPT, um, but I've recently actually seen a program where you can literally go in and say, build me a website for a cleaner and it will pump you out a website. And it includes photos and text and layouts and everything. And it builds it for you on WordPress. So it's actually a free product it isn't better and you have to you there is a wait list at the moment you have to be invited and all of these things but the one thing that I really found interesting with that was that they will generate it for you but then you actually need to download the WordPress website and migrate it to your own hosting which I thought was very interesting I thought that the way that they would make money is by having it as an all-in-one platform where they charge for the hosting similar to Squarespace I did think that it was quite an interesting concept One thing that I have found with AI is that AI can be creative. We have seen that. It can generate images. It can generate real photos. I say that in inverted quotes. It can generate amazing copy and all of these things. It can be creative. And actually, I think this is the funny thing because if you think back a few years, if you were thinking forward and thinking about AI, that's probably not where you would have landed. Like I would have thought AI will never replace humans because the creativity is is what sets us apart. The AI might be doing the automation and all of these types of things. But what I'm seeing in this field is that the creative piece is being ticked off by AI, which is quite interesting to me. But it's not filling in all of the rest of the gaps around the web design process. One thing that I talk about quite a lot is tech, and this is the thing that I'm seeing. So that website that is generated, sure, you can you know, figure out how to download that, figure out how to choose a host, install a WordPress app, upload the WordPress file and point your domain and all of those things. That's actually quite a lot to add to that process. And these are actually the main reasons that people come to us in the first place is because they don't understand DNS. They don't understand SSL certificate. They don't know how to migrate a website. And if they tried to do it themselves, they would likely break something. 
There's little things when you migrate a website, like you need to regenerate CSS. So if you've lost any images or styling, which quite often happens through the process, they're not going to know how to do that. So there actually is so much involved in just migrating a website, which that product currently doesn't fill. But along with that, there's already platforms like Wix and Squarespace where you can literally, and this is how I actually recommend that you use them, is that you sign up, you choose the template, you change the photos and text and everything to represent your business, but you don't play with the layouts or anything like that because you then will break the design that they have set and the responsive design. And without knowing coding and without knowing all of these things, you can't really fix that without having any design knowledge. You can't really fix that on your own. And so that's where the majority of my clients come from is that they've done their own DIY website and it's not serving them anymore. They can't actually make the changes to it that they want to represent their business in the best light. And so they're looking for a custom solution. So to me, AI is in a similar vein as like Squarespace, which actually Squarespace does cover the DNS stuff. It covers the hosting. It ticks off a lot of those things. It ticks off the security. That's another thing with this AI. To actually build a really robust website, you need to be including security plugins, backups, you need to be configuring SSL, you need to be configuring SMTP. With WordPress, what happens all the time? Critical errors. Do you know, do those clients know how to fix a critical error? Do they know what to do if their site gets hacked? No, they don't. And this is why they come to us. So for me, that I would really emphasize working on those types of gaps, those tech skills, and the holistic things that come along with building a website. I've actually said this in the past, you can go to my website, womenwealthwordpress.com, and I have a tutorial and I teach you how to build a website in 30 minutes, just a one-page website. And you could go and do that and you could learn Elementor, like kind of the basics of Elementor, and you literally can build a website in 30 minutes, right? But that's not it. That's not everything you need to know. Along with that, and this is in the first module of my course, I go through copy, I go through user experience, I go through optimization, I go through SEO, I go through project management and sales and all of these holistic things you need to know to be a good web designer. And that cannot be condensed into just generating a website. So these are the things that you need to really recognize within your own skill set and really be ready to communicate these to clients. Okay. Next one I want to talk about is competition in the web development field. This is something that people have said to me all of the time is with your course, you're helping all of these web developers and you're encouraging them to start their own businesses and aren't you afraid that they'll be competitors and all of these things. What I see is that there is so much work in this field, like so much. I can't even explain to you how much work there is. As a quick example, I actually shared this on my Instagram stories last week, but if you go to Google right now and you Google hairdresser near me and you have a look through the first 10 websites that pop up on Google, I guarantee you at least eight out of 10 of them will be absolutely terrible. Even the top ranking ones, you can do this for plumber near me, you can do this for physio near me, like any industry that you think of, have a look at the quality and standard of websites that you're dealing with. And when you do that, you really find that there is so much scope for improvement and the businesses who aren't spending that time to improve will get lost in the online world. So the businesses who have realized this are ready to invest and they're ready to do the right thing. But every web developer I know has work coming out of their ears. They're at capacity. They're full all the time. They're fully booked. They're sharing on the Instagram story. Now booking projects for 2024. I'm completely booked for 2023. 
all of these types of things. So there is a lot of work in the field. There's thousands of businesses starting all of the time and people are recognizing now that it really is important out of the gate to start your business strong to start your business with a really great brand and a really great website. There is so much work in this field and I have no fears about the competition and how many people are doing this. I think there is space for everyone. And along with that, your specialization can really set you apart. So finding a niche in a specific software in a specific industry. So I've always said this, but I specialize by software. So I only do WordPress websites. Um, further along into my journey and niche has chosen me and I'm actually starting to specialize by industry as well. I know that will help me get clients in that specific field as well. Along with that, it's really important to continue to network, to continue to market, to continue to upskill and to continue to keep your skills relevant because things are changing all of the time. So when you can do that, you can really differentiate yourself no matter who else is around you, who else is doing the same thing as you. That's where it's really important to know your points of difference. And as I mentioned, that can come back to niche, special skills, special platforms that you use and all of that type of stuff. So with that, I hope that you can take these points and really absorb them and think about how this can really help you in your own business and really help your confidence and really help you with putting yourself out there. Or if you're considering going into the web development field and this is something that's held you back, I cannot rate this field more highly. I really think we are in a unique space where we can have really flexible work and life and really creative projects that are fun, that light us up, that make us really good money. And there's not really many other fields that we can do this in. So I'm really blessed to be in this field. And I really think it's an exciting time. Like with all of these AI developments, I've been playing with them myself and I've really been able to leapfrog like my processes so much further and so forward in the last couple of weeks, just playing with things like ChatGPT and MidJourney. And that is so exciting to me because it means I can deliver a better project to my clients while still charging the same money or potentially even more because actually delivering projects faster is a benefit to a lot of clients as well. We can start looking at putting rush fees on them, but also ensuring that our work is of a really high standard or even higher. There is actually a lot of research about people using AI and how much better the output is when you utilize it as part of your creative process. So I will leave you with that. And yeah, as always, I hope you have a really great week and please do me if you have any questions or anything you would love to riff about. And until next time, have a great week and aim big. If you love what I do here, let's connect. I tend to hang out on Instagram and you can find me at Seedling Digital and at Woman Wealth WordPress. You can head to womanwealthwordpress.com forward slash freebie to download my free Embrace Your Dream Life workbook. This guide is over 10 pages of actionable information and worksheets designed to help you build a profitable and fulfilling business in three steps. Get clear on your why, improve your money mindset, and hone in on your messaging. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave me a rating and a review. It truly means the world to me, and I read every message and kind word. Till next time, aim big. Aim big.